From the Arts Section of the Wall Street Journal, July 3, 2015, Meet the Art World's New Leaders by Kelly Crow. For years, Tad Smith's day jobs involved going to rock concerts and pro basketball games and tracking ad sales for cable TV. Last month, his itinerary took a sharp turn. In the matter of a week, he flew to Milan to tour the Prada Art Foundation before driving through an hours-long rainstorm to host a dinner for Leonardo DiCaprio and other collectors at the Art Basel Fair in Switzerland. Afterward, he headed to London to watch a major series of auctions involving more than $800 million in art before flying home to New York. Next week, I'm in Paris, he said, or maybe Berlin. Mr. Smith, 50, is adjusting to his new role as chief executive at Sotheby's, a company that has been auctioning masterpieces for more than two centuries. The job amounts to a major career shift for this executive, who started working at a Denver law firm at age 15 and later ran Madison Square Garden and the New York City Taxi Commission, at one point hanging a taxi door above his fireplace. In an historic twist, Sotheby's chief competitors, Christie's and Phillips, have also hired new chief executives in the past year. Turnover at the top is rare within the clubby auction industry, but as art values skyrocket, fierce competition is driving auction house owners and shareholders to demand new leaders. Their next moves could transform their houses and shake up the overall art market. Already, Mr. Smith is re-examining the house's online sales efforts, buoying its contemporary art department and bulking up on art loans. Christie's new CEO, Patricia Barbazé, is scouring for ways to reorganize her house to make it more, quote, efficient and flexible, end quote, she said. Over at Phillips, new chief executive Edward Dolman quickly added sales of watches and Italian art to the house's usual slate of photography and design auctions. Their arrival comes at a time when the art market is awash in new global bidders willing to pay mind-boggling prices for art. A Pablo Picasso sold at Christie's for nearly $180 million two months ago, but it is costing auction houses a fortune to win coveted consignments and market them around the world. Collectors with trophies to sell are increasingly demanding a greater share of the fees that auction houses typically charge buyers, whittling profits. More sellers also want to put their art up for sale risk-free through the use of guarantees, whereby the auction house or outside investors pledge to buy a work if bidders in the sale demur. Sotheby's sold an Alberto Giacometti sculpture of a chariot to hedge fund manager Stephen Cohen for $101 million last fall, yet before the auction the house had guaranteed the Giacometti's seller $103 million, so the house actually lost $2 million on the deal. Sotheby's and Christie's are also facing intensifying pressure from smaller online auction outfits that can charge lower fees because they don't pay millions to produce the doorstop-sized catalogs that have long been the auctioneer's chief marketing tool. Art dealers are even starting to organize pop-up auctions inside the 1772 showroom of London's Mallet Antiques. Everybody is pulling for position, said Tim Goodman, a former licensed operator of Sotheby's in Australia, who recently started the online auction house Fine Art Burse in Hong Kong. There's all this beautiful territory and the race is on to stake it, he said.
The art world was surprised when Christie's promoted its chairwoman, Ms. Barbazay, to be chief executive this past December, succeeding former publishing executive Stephen Murphy. Historically, the heads of auction houses assume the role of an impresario, a salesman-in-chief who can impress young Turk bidders and woo aging sellers alike. Friends say Ms. Barbazay, age 60, is charming, but she, quote, reveals herself in layers, end quote, said longtime friend Paul Austin. There is a lot to discover, but she doesn't give you everything at once, he said. Ms. Barbazay has spent nearly three decades steering a gamut of investments for Christie's owner, Group Artemis, which belongs to luxury titan Francois Pinot and his son Francois Henri. Dealers say her loyalty and discretion make her the Pinot's prized lieutenant, but her new role could push her out from behind their shadow. Lauren Cloquin, head of Caring Americas, another branch of the Pinot Empire, said Ms. Barbazay speaks and walks quickly, answering questions before people can finish asking. Her brain is faster than a computer, Mr. Cloquin said. Phillips, which is owned by Russian luxury retail giant Mercury, hired a former head of Christie's, Mr. Dolman, to assume its top post last summer. Mr. Dolman, age 55 and a lanky former rugby player, is the veteran of this incoming class. He joined Christie's as an art handler in 1984 and worked his way up to become chief executive and chairman for 11 years before bowing out four years ago to work for the Qatar Museum's authority. The house he now runs only achieves a fraction of Sotheby's and Christie's sales. Of them all, Mr. Smith's transition is expected to be the most daunting, at least initially. Ms. Barbazay and Mr. Dolman have inhabited art circles.